Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, welcome to the First Amendment Talk Show. I am your host, Dr. B, and with me today, my wonderful co-host, Ace. So Ace, how are you today? Hello, Dr. B. I'm doing wonderful. It is another beautiful day here to talk about everything and anything with the folks that are listening. So thank you all for having us. And thank you, Dr. B, for hosting this wonderful show with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I'm happy to have you on as always. And of course, I'd like to thank our audience for listening in. And of course, for anyone new to the show, we have plenty of links down below to uh, Facebook, YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify. You know, there's a lot to explore there. So don't hesitate to go down, click on those links, check out, you know, our growing community. And if you ever want to come on the show, you know, don't hesitate to message us. Um, we will be happy to have you on. We want to hear what you have to say, and the world wants to hear what you have to say. Uh, with that said, today's topic, <clears throat> we're going to tackle a variety of things. Cancel culture, censorship, um, you know, what does it mean to kind of uh, be responsible online? You know, do we have ob obligations, you know, when it comes to etiquette or maybe even talking about certain controversial topics? You know, should we even have any barriers like that? You know, we're going to dive right into that. Um, so with that said, um, I'll pose a question to Ace and her audience, censorship in general, is this something, you know, favorable is, you know, what, what are your general thoughts about censorship and is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Um, well, my general thoughts with censorship, which is to be honest with you, uh, I'm going to answer it in kind of a broad scale. Um, and I know it's going to sound kind of boring, but, uh, let me, let me explain why, um, I believe, uh, that censorship is good or can be good. I believe the, that the, um, the idea of censorship, the original idea of censorship was a good thing. Um, there are some individuals who we as a society before, not, not today, but before we want, we'd, uh, we would have loved to, um, not teach, you know, certain ages certain things back in the day um and it comes with um comes with a great reward you know you you become a very a healthier person growing up if you if you're a child and you think about child things like i said it's not like that anymore because of some you know certain certain uh, political groups um that we could discuss a little bit about in um in a bit but um, I think censorship, like everything else, like feminism, like, uh, you know, the, um, the Black Panther movement, the whole, um, what's it called? The whole trying to have um, homosexuality as a part of society could be a good thing. Um, like I said, it's a broad, broad scale. We can have, always have good things, but we always take those good uh, ideas and we let people run all, all over them. So when it comes to everything that I just named, and you know, with other things, um, including a bunch of other things, right? We can never have nice things. That's what I always tell people because we always break them. Um, we've created something really, really ugly, really, uh, really quick when it comes to censorship, and we've gotten to the point where we use censorship to pretty much cancel each other out. Um, 
I don't know if uh, if you guys remember uh, a while back, we actually had a president um, whose name was Donald Trump. Um, and uh, because he said he spoke his mind and said a few things on Twitter, um, using his own mind and not following a political agenda, he was canceled. Um, I believe that Joe Biden, at least uh, him, there's other people in that in that office, but at least him, he's done things that would have gotten uh, Donald Trump impeached in a heartbeat. Um, I believe he's destroyed America and uh, behind the curtains and he continues to just let it rot, right? He, uh, he installed the cancer and now uh, America's dying. That is why uh, we created this show because we are anti-destroying um, America. We're, we're about unity. And I think uh, a lot of uh, you individuals out there, like truck drivers, like the parents who are standing up against um, the, um, the political agenda, which is, you know, the uh, the school board trying to teach your children about all this stuff that you don't believe in, including LGBTQ and uh, racism. Uh, I guess they call it many things, uh, which is anti-anti-racism and all this bull crap, right? But they're teaching our kids to, uh, to become like them. And um, I believe that's where a lot of the censorship is nowadays. Um, they're trying to shut people down who actually believe, who actually have morals, who have ethics, who believe that, you know, um, the main goal of humanity is to um, reproduce and guide. So this way, the next generation can be even better than the last. Um, however, I do believe we've gone backwards because of that, uh, because of the whole censoring with, uh, of people that that followed um, in the footsteps. I mean, I don't want to go as far as saying Jesus for you religious folk, I mean, it is obviously Jesus, the footsteps of Jesus. But for those of you who are atheists and um, believe in nature, right, um, we still have morals, you know. Um, I do believe in God, but uh, with that, with that, uh, I put that aside right now when I'm talking on the uh, when I'm talking about this topic because there's people out there who don't believe in God, but um, the rules still apply. You know, we as individuals, that is our job. Our job is to reproduce and guide. Um, the next generation so that so the generation after that and after that and after you know so on and so forth um, maybe we can we can go as far as being united um, I know that's a far-fetched idea at the moment because we're fighting for all kinds of different things but um, as far as the censor the cancel culture um, I believe that the cancel culture is the ones that are pretty much um, denying all of us our growth as, as, as mankind. Um, so as far as censorship, I do apologize. It was a, a long, <laughs> I went on a rant there, Dr. B, but um, I do believe that the cancel culture was uh, is uh, part of the big problem. I believe these uh, smaller groups who, who started as a very honest and helpful and um, very loyal uh, set of individuals, which is like the LGBTQ, went back before they were the LGBTQ and all these other letters in the alphabet, um, and, you know, BLM before they became um, just about themselves and the feminist groups before, you know, they became about hating, hating mankind, mankind, not womankind. Um, I believe they were pretty good groups, you know, and that, that that's, uh, that's with everything. I believe religion was the same thing, but right now religions, every religion, um, there's corruption in it as well. So uh, it's kind of it's kind of followed the pattern of uh, politics. Politics, I remember, they used to be about the founding fathers, right? And that's where we got the name of the show, the First Amendment talk show. Um, but nowadays, the the First Amendment really doesn't apply to anything or anyone. 
unless you um you have the same political views as the elites um so yeah that's where i stand with all that uh dr b yeah well thank you for the insight and just to make it a little clear for the audience um i know uh, as you mentioned before um just as you're uh beginning your answer you said that you know censorship you know it it could be good and i think what you're what you're trying to say is that you know i mean we censor things all the time like you know when we raise our children there are certain topics we don't bring up you know at a certain age or in a certain time um and of course there you know certain things that you know we kind of um censor ourselves in general but then when it comes to politics or a social media platform or something like that that's when you know the censorship or they're really imposing on everyone else that's really bad is that kind of the uh um the the point you're trying to make yeah of course um as a matter of fact uh we have a an episode on our talk show i encourage everyone to listen to this episode um it's with a um a young person uh, a child um so the the goal is to have all these children not be indulged with a bunch of crap in their minds and made to think that they can think about you know their sexuality when in fact they're pretty confused as children and I don't know who they really are right um as a child I was confused um and I'm pretty sure we've all been confused as children not knowing who we are not knowing who to follow so when you add all this lgbtq stuff and sexuality to a uh, elementary school child maybe even a kindergartner so you know they're fighting for kindergartners to um to be taught about their sexuality which is nonsense and stupidity to me um i do believe that you know you should teach a child their their parts and 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 what they should uh, protect against strangers that would be fine but the whole sexuality thing it's asinine to me it's stupid it's kind of pathetic for people who for the most part in lgbtq most people don't have children and for you know these individuals to depict what other other people's children should do and should learn is just pathetic to me um i do believe in rights i do believe in uh in gay rights i do believe in homosexual rights but when you take these things too far um it just becomes a problem with everyone and it's going to continue to be a problem it's going to continue to be a battle until people know their place you know you have to stick to you we have to stick to us and you cannot let um you cannot um you cannot hope or or believe that every the world's going to be like you you know um so regarding the episode with um the uh the child episode right because we want to have children um a section for children to talk and speak their minds on our talk show because they're they're the most important part of society today i believe um but in that show um there's a young girl that um that I interviewed and she she is probably smarter than most adults are in my opinion um she came out saying uh, talking about this lady called the vegan teacher and how the vegan teacher what it is long story short it's a person who wants to pretty much um pretty much wants to brainwash people into eating to being vegan because she says that whoever isn't vegan's is going to hell right and she goes on a rant talking about people who eat meat um I believe Chef Ramsey was one of her victims because you know he cooks he cooks meat so and uh most of us do love meat but she made it clear uh she blew my mind when she brought this up and she was talking about how 
she has no issues with the vegan teacher or people who are vegan. What she does have an issue with is when people try to um, to make you who they are. And if you don't choose to be who they are, you're either racist, you're you're a terrorist, you're homophobic, you're you're not a good person. You're going to hell. Um, in every single community, including the scientific community and the religious community, this happens. Um, and I'm not saying every community is bad. I'm saying that it's happened in every single community where they try to change us to whatever the hell they believe in. Um, as far as the show and as far as people like us, however, in the First Amendment talk show, uh, we believe that most of these things that we follow are opinions um, and things that we found um, and whether it was in research or not to be more efficient, more more accurate than not. But even then, they're really never 100 um, percent. So for us to fight and argue about something that you believe is true, uh, you've already lost because we're all different. You know? So, um, yeah, we we uh, we do. But like me personally, I do believe that um, as far as the communities that we have here on Earth, every every community is cool every culture is cool every language is cool every race is cool but when you start creating a, a war or a battle because i'm not like you or you're not you're not like me i and then you know you try to censor me for stupid reasons i know uh joe rogan and um and dave chappelle were victims of the cancel culture because they're funny guys well actually dave chappelle is a funny guy and uh joe rogan just had a few you know people on his show who were certified doctors, right? These are legit doctors. And yet to the cancel culture, they were, you know, not them, but Joe Rogan was uh, spreading misinformation, which is kind of stupid because it wasn't really him, first of all. And second of all, these are certified doctors who do things their way. Um, the religious community is another one. Uh, the uh, LGBTQ, LGBTQ community is trying to get in uh the religious community, the uh, Catholic community, which is pretty stupid because the Catholic community, they work a certain way and they don't believe in uh, in um, homosexuality for the most part. Uh, for the most part, I know different Catholics, you know, do different things differently. But for the most part, homosexuality isn't a thing in the Catholic community. And now um, people from uh, a different community that trying to change their way. So. I mean, I just tell all you folks this, if there is a community that's trying to change you for, you know, from who you are, you're awesome just the way you are. Um, they're not good. They're definitely not good if they if they get angry because you have your own opinions, if they're angry because you don't support their way of living, they're not good. They're not good people because they have to accept it. They, they may not like it, but they'd better accept it because if not, that's where the issues actually um, begin. Or what do you think, Dr. B, about all that stuff? Yeah, I think, you know, <clears throat> I mean, when it comes to a lot of these things, I, I mean, when someone has different views on different social issues and um, whether, uh, you know, someone is homosexual and they have, you know, uh, certain views on, you know, uh, I mean, whether they want to talk about, you know, how their life is and how they are with their partners, you know, uh, I think that's all all fine, of course. Uh, but I I know for the most part, when it comes to you know individual families and when they're deciding to you know raise their kids the way they want to and adopt those things, I feel like 
maybe there could be potentially a how do I put it um you know maybe people want to introduce certain ideas um so different people can understand these things and then that way you know they don't bully certain people or certain things like that but i do think at that point if you start to take away you know a parent's right to completely decide the information a child is available to you know that's where i kind of uh you know um i guess in a way like i mean when it comes to maybe public things whether it's school or something else that's where i kind of feel like okay you know what there's it's okay to apply some sort of you know some sort of censorship in some way where it's like okay you know schools are about just teaching and we're not you know we're teaching the subject matter <laughs> whether it's you know math uh science <laughs> you know everything else in between but not when it comes to certain uh you know whether it's politics or philosophy or, you know certain things like that then maybe you know maybe that should be a little uh you know that should be up to the parents but for me in general i i am a strong believer that you know there really shouldn't be um especially on like social media platforms and such there shouldn't be any censorship um even for plenty of outrageous ideas i mean for me you know getting online and seeing people talk about all their crazy ideas it, it makes it really entertaining i think it's you know um having things open makes things a lot better um especially in terms of entertainment um in addition that i think there are a lot of you know different ideas that we could really miss out on but of course there are plenty of dumb ideas i mean the thing is with uh you know um freedom of speech and which i love is the, you know people there are plenty of people are going to say a lot of dumb things and people are going to say a lot of really good things um you know you're never really going to know what you're going to get um so i do think when it comes to you know like the government um dictating what people kind of do in the public um then you know that's a little different whereas like say when it's a public school you know the school is just meant for you know <laughs> teaching that subject matter and not necessarily um you know certain whether it's uh let's say i i guess like uh certain topics whether how a parent might want to raise their child a certain way or anything like that so i do think uh you know it it is kind of tough to support i mean kind of sort out you know what is appropriate and what isn't appropriate and obviously i think you know anything that is obviously you know illegal whether uh like a say a social media platform uh you know they're completely pro free speech and you know they keep the platform open that doesn't mean you know also you know that platform is going to allow you know illegal stuff going on in it that's definitely not going to happen but i do think that uh when it comes to a lot of these things um more so when it comes to parenting and things like that i do think um it, especially the i mean these kind of areas where it's public you know public school and such you know that information should be you know a little bit more restricted so then that way parents can teach the way they want to teach their kids um but 
of course, when it comes to more like social media platforms or, you know, even what people can say on the street or, you know, outside a government office, I think that should be really, you know, open and hands off, if that's a fair answer, of course. So I would like to ask our audience, you know, and you, Ace, and um, this is for Ace as well, uh, you know, where do we, when it comes to online censorship, not the, you know, not let's, we'll exclude, you know, like a public school or anything like that. Let's say just a social media platform, whether it's like Twitter or Facebook or anything like that. Should there be any censorship on such a platform? Well, I'm going to tell you what I believe in a minute. But for all you folks out there, if you guys want to chime in, if you have any answers, any questions, any feedback, any comments, please let us know. Your voice matters. Your mind matters. We are on six platforms for the most part for now. Uh, Stitcher, Spotify, and Anchor. We have a bunch of other little links uh, in those sites. But if you want to catch us on YouTube, our YouTube channel is still a baby. But go check it out. Subscribe. And uh, we'll let you know. Or it will. Uh, YouTube, you know, very nice uh very nice site we'll let you know when another one of our videos will will uh be uploaded um also if you want to g if you want to email us there's a gmail um if you don't want to get too technical there's a gmail account that we have up no limit minds with a z again no limit minds with a z at gmail.com and of course we have our facebook page i do have a facebook profile acdod but if you want to reach our facebook page for first amendment talk show just reach first amendment talk show at facebook um regarding that question though um, I do believe uh, I do believe there should be okay. So here I notice a lot of things, a lot of little things, you know. And I, what I've noticed is um, people have been pushing away from Facebook because Facebook is not TikTok. Now Twitter hasn't gone down for the most part when it comes to public because Twitter is like a free speech, um, you know, a liberal controlled. Um, platform at least for the moment and that's that's one thing i want to bring up because i want to talk about elon musk in a little bit but um for the question for as far as the, is the question i do believe that there should be some censorship i don't believe that children should be put in the in a place where there's a lot of adult bullshit going on um and a lot of uh you know a lot of um uh mind uh i guess i can call it mind screwing um i usually use the f-bomb but we'll call it mind screwing for now um, and there's a lot of uh, delusional uh, stuff going on in there. There's a lot of mental instability. Um, there's a lot of uh, mentally, I don't want to say ill people in TikTok, but there's a lot of people who are mentally not stable in TikTok. I've seen videos, I've seen of uh, people breaking down because, you know, co-workers didn't use he, she, or they, them, or whatever. And that that's kind of... I don't want to be mean and say pathetic because that's kind of not what I'm looking for, what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is if somebody doesn't use they or them and you're you were born a girl and you don't want to be identified as a girl um, and they use he or they use she or her, it's okay. I mean, I've been called worse and I'm not going to sit there and cry about it. I think today's generation and the younger people, I don't think I think I think we we don't have anything better to do than complain about stupid things. Okay, so if I'm considered a dolphin and somebody calls me human, I'm not gonna cry about it. Okay, 
because I've been called way much, much worse. Trust me, I've, I was raised in the 90s where, you know, we threw mama jokes back and forth and that that didn't even hurt us, okay? We shook hands afterwards and we called it a day. They were called snaps. So I think today's generation, need they need to put their, their pants on right and they need to realize that these little things that they're crying about and bullshitting about, it's not going to help them. Um, the world will continue to exist with or without you. The universe will continue to adapt with or without you. So to be honest with you, all you folks out there who are crying about these little, you know, things that really don't matter to the whole universe and, and except for yourself, you're only hurting yourself. Okay. Um, I'm not against any of you. I'm not against any of you who, you know, believe you're, you were created differently in a different spectrum. I mean, it could be possible. I'm not saying it's not possible. But if you're going to go on TikTok and just uh, pretend like the whole world needs to be just like you, it's not going to happen uh, because we're all different. So I do believe that, you know, places like TikTok, places like these social media platforms that, you know, let um, little girls and little boys learn from people who are not mentally stable at the moment. Um, I think that creates an issue, not just for us, but for the uh, generations to come. Um, I do believe that there should be restrictions um, when it comes to age. I do believe that, you know, children, maybe even children under or people under 18, which aren't children anymore, but they're still considered minors, should not be able to join these sites. Um, they should concentrate on their education. They should concentrate in becoming something big for, for society and being part of society, um, not following everything society has to throw at them, but, you know, adding to society because... I am part of society. Dr. B is part of society. All you out there listening are part of society, whether you like it or not. So the more help we can get to, you know, to 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 um, pitch in to for the growth of humanity, um, it's awesome. It's always welcome. And yes, I do believe there should be some sort of censorship when it comes to um, young adults, and uh, they shouldn't learn about you know their sexuality when they're in elementary school. Um, when I was in elementary school. Um, all I wanted to do was tease little girls because I liked them, right? When I was like in fifth grade. And that's the way you knew you uh, you liked a little girl when you were a little boy and you teased her. Um, you said, get sent to the office and then call it a day, right? They'd call your parents. Parents would, would scold you a little bit, maybe even beat you a little bit. And you became a better person next day. Um, but that's, that's, that's what childhood is all about, ladies and gentlemen. Thinking about monkey bars and video games rather than thinking about what your sexuality is at at five years old um so yeah i do believe there should be a lot of censorship when it comes to children um but i do not believe um that there should be censorship to the point where you're canceling the hell out of everyone that's an adult obviously as us adults we know what we're doing we know we usually know what we're doing uh for the most part even when if we're doing bad things in other people in some people's eyes we still know what we're doing um now it's bad only because it's an opinion sometimes and uh, other times it's not. And that's when we call it out. That's when we should call it out. Um, but as far as the uh, censoring Dr. B, it's I believe it's gotten to the point where the things we should censor, we don't. And the things um, we censor, we don't call it censoring. We call it canceling. And um, I believe it's all messed up because we shouldn't be canceling people's opinions and we should be censoring things from children instead of you know, taking them out to the subway and there's like two people kissing, whether it's a dude and another dude, a girl and another girl or a dude and a girl. 
you know um i believe that you know the people who run this places they're actually pretty um not the screws aren't tight enough up there in the brain um back in the 90s we used to help them give them therapy but now we kind of encourage that sort of stuff right we've gotten to the point where we even attack people who aren't about the lgbtq life and really don't support that sort of lifestyle whether religious or not which is kind of pathetic to me because everyone's their own person um i want i did want to get to the uh elon musk uh before i do forget dr b um so so elon musk is uh actually um kind of sort of low-key being attacked right he's not being attacked like the rest of the folks but he's kind of people don't like him right now because he's trying to get a hold of twitter and um twitter doesn't want to you know they're not they're not they're not game right to for elon musk to take over the most uh, ri- the richest man in the world um there's cnn msnbc nbc all these other uh liberal um liberal uh, news uh, news channels talking about how you know he's going to bring trump back and this and that but i don't think they're they're really afraid that trump is going to come back i think they're afraid that people he's going to give people their voice um that's what i think personally if any of you folks out there you know think otherwise um you can see the news and they're saying that you know he's going to have trump back this and that but i don't know i think it's more or less a fear of giving people their voice back and people not being under their their thumbs um what do you think about that whole ordeal dr b yeah it, to be all honest um you know i haven't looked too much into exactly what's going on like the whole ordeal in terms of elon musk you know buying shares of twitter and you know and you know because he wants to obtain uh he, uh ownership uh, at least partial ownership of twitter and then you know he can then open twitter up uh because twitter has changed over over the years quite a bit um and you know it is definitely a place where they censor a lot of voices um it is not a very open platform um but it's still you know quite an open platform there's tons of entertainment on there i use it all the time still of course but you know i mean many of the entertaining accounts such as donald trump and others i mean they have been banned uh they have been taken off twitter um so you know of course i'm not a fan of that but uh, so, but i don't exactly know all the details going on with that because i heard something about you know how the current you know uh you know who is currently on the board of directors and all these other companies they're planning to potentially uh you know dilute the stock more so then elon musk you know has uh you know um a, a smaller number of shares and you know they're trying to do something so that they're trying to stop him from a, having a say you know about the company and trying to open up the platform ultimately but i just don't know all the dirt you know all the details and what's going on with this and that so i mean if there's anyone in the audience who is a little bit more familiar with what's going on with him because i haven't you know <laughs> i haven't had the time yet to really dive into all the dirty details but any of our listeners knows exactly what's going on we'd love to have you on the show but with that said um you know I'm really uh open to the idea of him doing that of course. Um I would love for Elon to open up the platform. Um and 
I mean, especially since, you know, Twitter is kind of like the town hall of, you know, it's not as big as other social media platforms. Um, you know, it's not the most popular anything like that, but there are a lot of important voices on there. And of course, you know, there are plenty of interesting people that would get onto the show. I mean, onto that platform. And when you have control over that platform, you know, that's kind of where a lot of things start. I mean, you know, I mean, when it comes to whether it's memes or something else, you know, yeah, most of those will start off, you know, in some other forum on some obscure website that people haven't heard of. Then they'll eventually get to Twitter. Then they'll eventually get to, you know, Facebook or something else from there. So Twitter, I mean, it has all those big name people on there. The, some whether it's politicians or people and just general people and government and celebrities and all this stuff they're all kind of you know very frequent on there and it's definitely a platform that you know it it shouldn't have a cap on it it definitely shouldn't silence a lot of voices i mean we we really saw this with covid um you know uh <laughs> everything came out late and i mean um for audience to um for ace and i you know we paid a little bit of attention to COVID early on before it really came out you know early december we we're starting to see the news um you know uh china was kind of freaking out and we we're like hey you know <laughs> you know we're seeing them lock down stuff you know we don't know if this virus is going to be good or bad or you know this and that but you know we were kind of paying attention to it. And then, you know, when we started to see the response over here in the US, you know, we were getting different reports of like, oh, don't buy face masks. The general public is too stupid to wear masks and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, they were later on telling everyone to wear a mask and all these other things. And, you know, anyone that would then start, you know, publishing data on, you know, infection rates or, you know, whether masks had good efficacy or not, you know, these voices were really silenced. Um, and we saw that a lot uh, just over these past two years, um, especially when it came to, uh, uh, I mean, the vaccine, of course. Um, but I mean, when it came to masking, when you look at places that mask and places that didn't mask, you know, infection rates, you know, they're nearly the same. I mean, no, no sane person can look at that and be like, okay, masks were highly effective, you know, um, during the pandemic. It just wasn't the case. But I mean, they were banning accounts. They were banning people, even just small accounts. You didn't have to be a big celebrity or anyone high up. So, you know, Twitter is definitely a place where uh, I think a lot of these, uh, you know, people higher up, whether it's elites or journalists or, you know, anyone where they oversee information, I think they really, you know, like to, um, you know, keep a, keep close watch of what is on Twitter. And they definitely like to handle the information that spreads around on it. So I do think uh, Twitter is a very important platform. And there are a lot of things that go on in that platform. And with that said, uh, you know, it's best if Twitter stays open. And I think from the general response that I'm seeing, um, you know, from 
uh, people that work at Twitter and other shareholders to really stop Elon Musk from, uh, you know, making Twitter a very a much more open uh, site than it than it is. Um, you know, they're. I mean, <laughs> it looks like they're going way out of their way. In all honesty, so. I think there is something big there, just with kind of how they are acting and what the, what their response is. So, I mean, my question to the audience and Ace is, I mean, with um, you know, with the spread of info, you know, information or even misinformation on social media platforms, um, you know, if there is misinformation going on. Uh, is that something where you know, um, uh, you know, say a platform should completely ban certain accounts, or should they be able to put that information up on the web? You know, say it's Twitter and someone is legitimately spreading misinformation, should an account like that be banned, or should the social media site kind of be responsible for? Um, you know, being like, okay, this is wrong. Um, would that, uh, you know, potentially lead to someone saying something honest, like what we've seen, and, and truthful that we've seen, like during COVID, where people legitimately call certain things out, where they're like, okay, you know, this doesn't add up. And then, you know, we've seen um, Twitter and other social media platforms kind of ban these people, or even you know, fact check. You know, we see a lot of fact checkers these days. Um, so is that, I mean, when it comes to, uh, misinformation, um, should these social media sites even be allowed to decide if something is misinformation and should they even have a responsibility in trying to filter that out for the users? Um, in my opinion, I think the only, um, censorship that should be allowed on a social media platform is the block button because every individual person can then decide what they see on their page or whatever it is and that's it they don't get to dictate what other people see or don't see um, that's my opinion but for ace and the audience should social media platforms have the power to you know dictate what is and isn't misinformation and should they have a responsibility in fact check so i'm going to answer that with uh i'm going to paint a pretty picture for all you folks out there and paint and uh put a few cookie crumbs on there that lead to the cookie itself uh i'm going to answer that question with two things that i wanted uh that pretty much connect each other are connected to each other right well the first one um is the government right the government if if the if you say anything against the government if you say anything against uh joe biden if you say anything against kamala uh aoc you know uh and all their goons basically you know uh what's her name um pelosi and well uh, what's her name uh i forgot the other one the the little uh goblin looking thing but anyway um so if you if you're against any of them they will you you will be canceled a lot of people are actually under surveillance. A lot of people are pretty much, you know, they have a noose around their neck, right? Virtually or maybe even physically, I don't know. But think back, folks. Think back when the last time the government actually did this to the masses, when when the government or even rock bands used to make songs about 
you know, against their government, right? We've had bands, we've had uh, groups, we've had individuals who've always disagreed with the government. And we've never, the government has never really hunted anyone down, either virtually or physically, at this level. Um, I can I can look back even till the day I was born, right? Maybe not that far, but kind of close to the day when I was born. And I've always known people who, who were against the government, who were against these agendas and actually spoke out. Um, there were rock bands and even, you know, other uh, musicians and artists who would do things against their government because they didn't believe their government was doing good. And um, it was never really an issue until now. So why do I say this? I say this because this actually goes hand in hand with the individuals that are canceling people out. Um, I know Dr. B mentioned earlier about the whole COVID situation and him and I would talk about uh, COVID and kind of depicted what COVID was and is today, um, even before everyone knew, even before the first vaccine. I remember I've, uh, I've actually lost a lot of, um, you know, a few significant others who I was dating or who I was with, a lot of friends, um, even some people close to me, I lost them because I told them what we know today about COVID and what most people don't really, still don't want to realize, right, for some weird reason. Um, and um, yeah, you know, there's people, there's always been people who have actually known what, um, what's behind the agendas or the, the, the plans, right? Because there's a lot of micro mini plans for us to pretty much destroy each other and go against each other. We've had people with masks go against people without masks and even people with masks going against people with a mask that they don't wear over their nose, which is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Excuse my language, but you're really going to pick a battle against a person who isn't wearing their mask right? That's pretty pathetic. And that's actually beyond pathetic. Pathetic's actually a compliment. Don't do that. We're all in this, uh, we're all in this hole together. We're all being um, manipulated you know, into doing things that most of the time we don't want to do together. So why not be united? Why do we pick wars just because one person's white and the other one's black? Just because they tell you that in history, the white man was a slave, the slave masters, when in reality, it's always been the rich. You know, the rich have always had control over us. And I mean, it's life, you know, it's life. That's the way it is. But you have to realize one thing, folks, um, all these people who are trying to cancel you out are people who don't want you to have a voice. Um, and that's pretty much what we're against because I myself am a person and I'm proud to be a person. Sometimes I do, you know, think about what would it be like to be, I don't know, an extraterrestrial on Saturn, right? But we all know that that's not going to happen. Um, and we all know that, you know, us as humans, we do have a, 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 a pretty hard life growing up, uh, some more than others, but we're in this together, right? So I bring I bring those, uh, I bring the topic about the, uh, the government and being against... Um, uh, people being against the government in the past and the government really not saying too much about it because, you know, it is what it is until today. And um, like I said, it, it's because it goes hand in hand with um, with the cancel culture, the uh, big tech, social media and all this stuff that is trying. Uh, they're trying to mold um, society into a whole nother beast. Right. Um, for the most part, to be honest with you, I mean, we as a society, we've had our flaws, even in the glory days of the 1990s. We've always had our flaws, but I believe that um, there's a force out there that wants us to be simmered down. 
um, to be uh, pretty much numb. Um, I know the music industry is pretty big on that. So is the medical field. Um, I've always said that, you know, these these this thing with the covid doesn't sit right with me and it still does it. Um, and now that people are finding out that this whole covid thing is uh, a lot of a lot of um, fear mongering, um, people don't want to mask up. I don't know if uh, you folks out there have heard and Dr. B, I don't know if you all heard about the um, the announcement that they made on the airline um, when people were cheering because they told them that they don't need to wear their masks in the airplanes anymore and everyone was cheering. Obviously, you have a few people who are uh, still, um, I don't know if this is the right word, but dumbed down to the point where they feel like it's part of their life now to wear a mask. Um, but that's, you know, to each their own. Um, but they were just cheering, you know, they were happy that, you know, um, uh, I believe it was a young judge. It was a female judge. She was young and she kind of, you know, took the mandates away from being, you know, from the airlines, you guys don't have to mask anymore. And now they're attacking her. They're saying it's because she's young and she's dumb and this and that. Like I said before, folks, if you hear anybody attacking anyone else, it's they're part of the mob. Um, obviously, yeah, we have microgroups out there, but they're part of the mob. They're part of the, um, not in a political way, but they're part of the left, the sheep that go to the left, because that's, you know, those elites usually just take uh, whatever's left, right? Which is a lot of people. Um, but the righteous, the ones that believe in humanity, the ones that believe um, in, in the higher power and, and something that's, that's higher than us and we actually try to do what's best not just for us but for our children and for each other um i believe uh these individuals are the ones that are being attacked um so and and this is you know in social and social platforms included um i, I believe it is sadly going to get worse but it's going to get to a point where it's going to be pretty much an all-out war um and hope, I'm hoping it doesn't get to that point. I'm hoping everybody just settles down and, you know, tries to shake hands and, you know, hug out their differences and whatnot. But in reality, what I've been seeing is two sides, one that wants to cancel the progression of, humu of humanity and um, which, you know, they call themselves progressives, which is kind of ironic because that's far from the truth. Um, and the people who actually want to continue the progression of, of humanity and want, you know, your children to grow up to be healthy, um, healthy humans, whether homosexual or not, you know, that's all your business, though. It shouldn't be thrown out there, or even put in billboards. That's kind of stupid. Um, that's your business. I, I've, I've never in my whole life ever gone out there and just whispered in people's ears in public. Hey, I'm straight. Never. You know, like I like girls, you know, that, that's my business. Right. But anyway, um, yeah, Dr. B, I, I do think that in these social media sites, I do believe that if you if they, you know, put their 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 two cents about other people spreading so-called misinformation, that they're already against the general public because what the general public is trying to do is uh, what we here in the First Amendment try to do, and we try to um, we try to have people here of all walks of life, whether you know, whether you're straight, whether you're not straight, whether you're black, whether you're white, female, male, anything in between that you may think you are, I don't know, a dolphin, an attack chopper, a ship, I don't know, whatever you think you are, wherever you think you came from, um, this is 0% cancel culture. Okay, so 
Um, like I said, Dr. B, you know, you and I both know that we created the show because we don't like um, individuals who try to put their their uh, their life or their germs on other people's lives or, you know, um, minds and try to make it their own. Like, that's just I don't think that's healthy for anyone. Um, I do agree that the only thing you should have is a block button. You know, you can block whoever you want. Um, it's funny, it's funny, Dr. B, because I've actually seen some videos where like there's people in, in certain groups um, that go back and attack shops. So I saw this video a while back where this um, this person who was born a man but is transitioning into a woman goes into a, a shop where that's owned by an older individual. He's like 80 something years old and he's from Vietnam and he had a poster or a or I think it was uh, one of those placards that you put on your wall in your room and it said something like um, guys, guys, girls with dicks are guys or something like that. Basically, you know, if you're a girl and you have a penis, um, you're a dude. Um, it said something along those lines and um, this person went in there and um, this person didn't like it. So this person made a huge deal about it and they were going to march in front of a shop. These individuals to me, um, they're like the little kid at Walmart that cry, that's just, you know, rolling on the ground crying for, for chocolate. And his mom tells him you can't eat chocolate before you eat your food. And he just rolls and rolls. And, you know, it's like, bro, like chill. You eat first and then you can have your chocolate. Eventually, of course, the mother usually submits and gives them the chocolate like, you know, our government nowadays submitting towards all these uh, micro groups that are trying to change everyone's ideals, right? Um, but to me, I think that's kind of, uh, I don't want to say people are mentally ill when they're like that. I think people think they're entitled to everything just because they're one person. They believe, you know, the whole world is theirs to change. And the biggest problem is our leaders, our leaders, when they become part of the problem, the whole nation becomes a problem. And the people inside who are trying to fix the disease, um, we have a hard time trying to fix it. But as I always say, people are relentless uh, when we believe in something, especially when you're a parent and you believe in the education of your children. Um, I've never seen uh, mama bears or papa bears more fierce than than parents. So, um, yeah, as far as that, Dr. B, I do believe that the only thing we should have in these social media sites, we shouldn't have any banning. We should have blocking, you know. This way you have the block button this way. If you have the block button, um, you can block whoever you don't want to see. Um, whether you want to see these people or not, they have their own ideas. You know, that's just the bottom line. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I have to say about the block button. Just use the block button. Don't worry about what other people think, what other people do. It's none of your business. If you don't like it, that's fine. Go somewhere else. If you go to a restaurant and you don't like their food, don't complain about it. Don't try to get a refund. Just go somewhere else, you know. They're not going to change their ideals just for you or change their food just for you. Go somewhere else. The world is so big. If you don't like the country, I mean, that also. If you don't like the country, you can go somewhere else. You don't have to complain about it. That's what I would do, at least. What would you do, Dr. B? Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, personally, I don't even use the block button. But, you know, I'm all for people shaping their own experience. And I mean, uh I know with what you and I have been saying, because we talked about certain censorship we're even open to. And before, you know, anyone are on, it's like, okay, you guys are hypocrites and anything like that. I mean, we are like, say when it comes to public schools and stuff, we are just, we don't think 
government should be, you know, have this complete and open say that gets into our personal lives and starts to, you know, take over parenting for other people. So we're, we are completely open for the public to have the freedom to say what they believe and get their ideas out. Um, but for the government, you know, that's a different story, you know, when it comes to, say, public schools and, you know, when they're teaching certain topics, um, you know, about sexuality and all these things. And they're introducing, you know, kind of these, uh, you know, somewhat complicated topics of very young children at a certain age. I mean, I think that's more appropriate for a parent to decide when that, you know, if that even should be something uh you know to be talked about or discussed with your child and and when you know that should be so you know we're not for the government having a hundred percent say and telling the public whatever it is they want but on the other hand you know we are all open for the public to be able to get their ideas and their voices out there you know whether it's good or bad or anything like that because you know the governments are here to serve us and you you know someone out there could be like well the governments were voted you know by us and their representative and it, no i mean they don't always listen to us um and our representatives you know they don't always listen to us they change their opinion um they do things differently and you know someone else could eventually get in and they get to decide okay you know what this is what we're going to start telling you know the public and telling their kids you know so this is more, you know, we're, I mean, we censorship, you know, all the time, just in our individual lives. I mean, I, uh, you know, um, I don't talk about certain topics, you know, <laughs> certain people, certain things, you know, we, we, you know, keep certain things to ourselves, but, you know, on a macro level, when it comes to more politics and, you know, having government decide what we can say, we don't think, you know, they should even have a hand in that. Um, but when it comes to the government trying to tell us information, you know, that's where we think some things, uh, you know, should be a little bit off limits, of course. Uh, I mean, we have different, you know, I mean, we have different public health offices, you know, we have the CDC and stuff like that. And, you know, we're all for, you know, those places getting, um, you know, important information out to the public so they can better protect themselves and things like that. But, you know, when it comes to more of our personal lives and it's not, you know, something, uh, you know, the, the common person, you know, shares amongst each other because when it comes especially to our children, what's recently going on in terms of, you know, when they're introducing certain sexualities and certain things, you know, to our children, you know, I think that should be kind of up to the parents, um, in my opinion. And of course, you know, when it comes to homosexuality or anything like that, I'm, it doesn't bother me one bit. Um, yeah, no problems there. Uh, but you know, what we see with all these, um, school, you know, schools and things are plenty of teachers that are starting to talk about, you know, I mean, the critical race theory or, uh, you know, trans this and that. And, you know, some of them are even trying to encourage children to talk about their experiences and, you know, some really bizarre stuff that I don't think uh, any of these teachers should be going to at all. So that's kind of where we're like, okay, you know what, we need 
the government and those people that are supposed to serve us kind of limited in what they can say and what they can do because you know they're there for a certain job and that job alone and we don't think it should be up to them to decide what information is fed to us right but dr b let me let me jump in there and ask you something real quick yeah uh, absolutely jumping in but i want to uh, this question is also for the for the audience out there because um we're talking about um we're talking about this whole you know these groups of people trying to teach your kids to do certain things when they shouldn't um so like if if um if somebody uh if somebody was to record you right record your everyday life without editing um and obviously you look you know there was certain point in times where you looked stupid but that was you know naturally you and then obviously they uploaded it to whatever you know um whatever video source now would that be the person the fault would that be the person and of course everything's you know everything's all the waivers have been signed you said yes you know they can record your life and and then um later on you look at your video and you're like man i look really stupid now do you think that would be the fault your fault or do you think that would be the person recording's fault and not saying anything and not adding anything everything's raw and uh that whole you incriminating you would that be your fault or would that be mm, the person recording for me uh you know i would i would place that more on the person recording i mean there's something going online you know online is a public space and you have the option already to go online to keep your identity you know concealed um for most of us you know just like on our platform even for anyone else wants to come onto the show and talk about anything you can use an alias you don't have to reveal your identity anything like that and of course online on a lot of these sites even when they ask for your first and last name you can make something up you don't have to put anything on there so i mean for right. online it's you know it's <laughs> really like going out in public and you know putting these things on there so if someone puts something on there that they're kind of embarrassed about you know i would say it falls on them and i i think i know why you're bringing this up because recently um um i mean maybe i'm wrong but i know recently there was this account on twitter called uh was it liberals of tiktok it lives of tiktok you know i've i've seen that account before a couple times um but uh you know all they do is take what other people posted and they they just posted on twitter um from tiktok and they don't even add any comments or anything you know the videos just speak for themselves so you know you see some very kind of embarrassing very cringy things and stuff like that and you know for some of these people they feel like you know they're uh you know it paints them in a bad light or they feel like all of a sudden people are then trying to go to their page and harass them or something but i mean you know just posting online it already subjects you to you know any you know <laughs> everyone now can see what you post and someone's going to have an opinion on it whether you like it or not um you know you could i mean you could make a post of you <laughs> um i don't know just 
going for a walk or something like that. And there could be someone on there like, I, you know, I hope a car runs you over on your way outside. There will be someone there who will say something really awful out of nowhere. They'll have some type of opinion you might not like. And I mean, that's just something you're going to have to deal with online. And I feel like, uh, you know, um, the controversy kind of around that, because I know there's some journalists and, you know, uh, journalists, uh, I don't like very much <laughs> at all. I feel like, uh, they don't do any journalism. They do a lot of cheerleading for politicians and covering up and, you know, they're not people to be trusted in any way. Um, I don't think so, but some of these journalists anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, before I talk too badly about them, you know, they decided to try to track down this person and i mean see i haven't been following along too much um at all i'm busy so i don't exactly know if they found the identity of this person yet but i know these journalists they're trying to find their identity and dox them and reveal their identity potentially where you know find out <laughs> any other details they're going around asking other people if they know them and of course these journalists are starting to cry you know <laughs> cry foul as soon as you know other people are kind of uh you know <laughs> going on to their social media stuff and shit talking them and you know so they're saying oh we're getting harassed and docs and all these things when they, that's exactly what they were doing so um yeah i mean but to answer your question i do think that the, you know the responsibility would kind of just fall on the person on what they're posting and what they said or you know whatever content they put up on there and you know in the event you know that you post something embarrassing and you end up on some type of gimmick account or something that just you know posts embarrassing stuff like libs of tiktok um, or some other page you know i mean you're gonna have to kind of just take the you know take the fault i mean if most of the content uh, you know i would think that you know it would fall on the person who made the video and that's what they decided to upload but um that's just my opinion um what the i would like to know what the audience thinks uh and of course so oh, what is your uh opinion on that ace um well i all i gotta say i mean it, it sums it up uh you know some people get mad when their own poop hits the fan you know i <laughs> obviously I, I obviously i think that if i do stupid crap and i let people videotape me and i'm basically telling people who i am right um if they're angry and this is crazy this is what a lot of people don't understand if they're angry because they were they were um either videotaped or they videotaped themselves um consciously not drunk right and um people just make a a a bunch of videos where liberals talk about whatever the hell they're talking about and then they come back and try to look for this person because they're supposedly because he or she is supposedly going against or being prejudiced against the lgbt community i mean come on man really you really think people are going to buy that i mean if you incriminate yourself if that's why you're trying to look for this person right because obviously they're trying to look for her for a reason and it's not because she did anything he or she did anything illegal it's because this person pretty much just got a compilation of of liberals doing liberal shit and talking about liberal stuff and it's kind of disturbing because in some of these videos i actually saw 
these um, people from uh, that consider themselves or they call themselves, they go by the pronoun of they and them. They're actually uh, preschool teachers and they're teaching their little kids or not their little kids, but their their little students to, you know, be like them. And that's so disturbing. I mean, it's it's not good. It's not a good deal. Um, it's like I told you before, Dr. B, there is people who are homosexual who are not uh, the majority of the uh, of society, because obviously our main job as humans is to reproduce and, you know, re uh, recreate, not maybe not recreate, but guide. Um, so everyone has, you know, a place in this planet. But when you create people who, you know, either were born with a disability or were born with, you know, mental issues, physical issues, um, what we like to call the one percenters, you know, because there's not a lot of those people. Um, there hasn't ever really been a lot of homosexual people. There's been um, obviously. Um, a few here and there in the past but when you try to encourage stuff that is basically not what society is on average and you try to recreate the world into that that's a very scary thought because a lot of people don't want to be that way a lot of people don't want their kids to be that way for whatever reason um like i said everyone has a place in this in this in this world there's been there's been people in the guinness world of records and they're they're unique you know just like people who were homosexual back in the 90s they're unique you know they they have their unique um or they had their unique thoughts their unique feelings their unique preferences and that's what it was you were unique and now that's pretty much they're trying to make that what's normal and it's kind of scary because for the most part people are not like that um but if you say you're not like that obviously you're homophobic or transphobic or you know they try to cancel you out which is kind of stupid to me I think everyone is whoever they are and they should maintain to be whoever they are, not be afraid to speak up and let people uh, realize that, you know, you don't want to be that way and you don't have to be that way. You are who you are and you're beautiful just the way you are. Um, I know we don't have a lot of time left, so I'm just going to leave people with a little bit, um, a little bit uh, of the topic. And um, I guess all I want to say is for all you folks out there, you guys are great just the way you are. I mean, think back and remember when you were a child, right? For those of you who were raised in the 80s and the 90s and the 70s and the 60s, even the 2000s, um, maintain that person, maintain that child uh, that you were. Because what society tries to do to all of us is society tries to pressure us into thinking that we have to be stressed out. Society tries to pressure us into thinking that we have to do this and that and that and this. When you feel like you have to go to work, you won't enjoy your job. When you feel like you want to go to work, when you feel like you want to do this as a living and without the pressure of society, you live a healthy life. When you feel like, you know, you have to be homosexual or wear colorful colors when in the beginning you used to like wearing black, white, or gray, um, you're not going to be happy. Why? Because the person that you are, you remember when you were a child um, and you grew up being that person until a certain certain point in your life when society took a hold of you um don't let them take a hold of you don't let them uh, pull you by the noose you're not a dog you're not a pet you're a person and you're beautiful just the way you are inside not the way you 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 tend to pretend to be just because of society so for all you folks out there you know whether you may believe it or not i got lots of love for all you out there anyone who's ever been human which is my whether it's my family my friends or anyone who i haven't met yet or met but uh, really don't go and hang out with on a daily basis. 
if you are human, I got love for all you because I am human myself, and we all stem from the from the same tree. The universe, uh, the universe is here for you. You know,、um, it's like Jim Carrey once said: if you believe in something, you will have it.、Um, but if you really, really believe in it, if you don't really believe in it, you'll never, you'll never get it. Right?、Um, of course, realistically, that's.、Uh, Falls within the realistic realm of this universe. You can't ask for, you know, bat wings, and then all of a sudden you wake up with bat wings. But, you know, in a realistic sense,、um, the universe works for you, including myself.、Um, as long as you work for the universe and you work for me, I will work for you, and the universe will work for you as well. It's always a give and take. Nothing in this world is free. And always remember, folks,、uh, lots of love and respect, and、uh, that goes pretty, pretty far. You have a wonderful day if、uh, you go that route. Well, thank you so much, Ace, for that final message, and of course to our audience. You know, we just kind of want to leave you with one last thing.、Um, just as we kind of made our opinion that you know we have some questions for、uh, whether it's the government or whether it's social media platforms that kind of want to you know get intrusive into our own personal lives. And kind of tell us certain information, and, and I know sometimes you know they tell us very important things. They can tell us things that can be helpful to our quality of life, that can prevent us from you know maybe engaging certain behavior, things that you know could lead to injury or illness. So we know there's an importance there, but we do know that you know if you give them too much freedom, a little too much, you know, they can then. Abuse that and kind of use that as leverage to then start to give us potentially wrong information, you know, and that that's where it makes things really complicated.、Um, you know, we we wish you know we could just trust our government or trust some of our leaders and to always give us the right information,、uh, but you know sometimes there are malicious people that get into positions of power. And they decide to, you know, give us information that is the opposite or wrong, and you know they can use that to their own benefit or you know to everyone else's misfortune. And you know, with that in mind, you know,、uh, maybe you don't have to entirely agree with us, but you know, I just want you to kind of think about, you know, should you know some of these institutions or elites or You know, social media platforms should they have that type of power? Should they be able to, you know, dictate what information is presented to us? Now, of course, you know, in our opinion, and of course, our show, our show is all about getting people on here and voicing their opinions and getting their ideas out here. And we think the public should not be shackled by you know any restraints in getting their opinion, getting their voices out there. So we think it's more of a one-way street. The public gets all the say, and you know the institutions, the government, you know these platforms, they should then you know appeal to us.、Um, but with that said, we'd be happy to have you on the show. And this is you know a very kind of complicated topic. So message us, we'll get you on, and we want to hear your opinion on this very important topic. Have a good night and God bless.